As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. On today's Fantasy Baseball in 15, we'll discuss a couple of prospect call-ups and a pair of Mariners lefties trending in different directions. Like death and taxes, Dodgers get a Dodger. <laughs> I have That's not had uh, three cold brews yet. It works great in a fantasy. Three. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15 on The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15, presented by Tops. Check out Tops Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Tops baseball cards. Michael Beller and Al Melchior here with you on a Thursday, September 9th, and we jump right into the news and notes, as we do to start every episode. Zach Eflin is going to undergo knee surgery on Friday. Estimated recovery time, six to eight months, so likely to creep into his 2022 season as well. Johnny Cueto, uh, dealing with that elbow issue, won't throw for at least 10 more days. Giants appear comfortably headed to the postseason, obviously in a race for the NL West, but they need Cueto Cueto healthy in October, so uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them take it easy on him. Jesus Aguilar got knee inflammation. He is off to the IL. The Rays placed Randy Rosarena on the paternity list to replace him. They recalled Josh Lowe from AAA Durham. He stole his first Major League base. Hitting 282 with 21 homers and 24 steals at Durham. Al, it looks like a short-term thing for him with Rosarena back in a couple of days, but do you make a move for him in these couple of days? Uh, I, I suppose it depends on your uh, ability to do that and your roster situation because, yeah, it sure does look like a short-term move. And yet, you know, there were the, the requisite quotes and the reports on this of, well, he's looked major league ready for a while and so on. So, uh, and, you know, you look at those numbers in Durham and, you know, I know we're all just kind of chomping at the bit saying, yeah, let him play. <laughs> and it seems like, you know, maybe a little less time for Manny Margot or, you know, there'd be a way to make it happen. But that just might be... Wishful thinking on our part. So if you've got the ability to stash him, uh, why not? Why not? It might be, you know, uh, a wasted uh, move for, you know, after a few days, but I think it's worth a try. All right, the Rockies went ahead and recalled Colton Welker from AAA Albuquerque, hitting 286 with three homers and 98 plate appearances there. How about him? Is he on your radar for the remainder of the season? 
Well, maybe a little bit more just because I think there's more opportunity just based on the early reporting. And yet you look at the the Rockies roster and it's not exactly clear where the playing time might come from. I personally am hoping it wouldn't come at the expense of, of Brendan Rodgers. But, um, you know, maybe Ryan McMahon uh, it gets a little little more time off. It's been, I think, a little bit of a disappointing season for McMahon. So maybe it's an opportunity for the Rockies who are obviously going nowhere to see what Welker could do. Um, not quite as much appeal as Josh Lowe if both had playing time, but I do think with the playing time being more likely for Welker that that's, that's maybe your better move. Let's take a look at some closers here. Giovanni Gallegos got a two-out save against the Dodgers, so good to see him rebound after just getting absolutely shellacked the last time he took the mound on Sunday in Milwaukee. Hansel Robles got the save against the Rays. Adam Adovino was available. He had warmed up in the ninth inning, but it was Robles who ended up getting the save. Is there anything here, Al? Do you make a play for Robles if you can and you need saves? I wouldn't. Uh, I would actually just avoid this whole situation with Boston because it looks pretty wide open. Uh, I think Robles uh, is the fourth uh, pitcher to get a save in the last four save opportunities. There's been Garrett Whitlock, there's been Garrett Richards, uh, and of course, Adovino himself, uh, and now uh, Robles back in that picture. So just looks too unpredictable, too wide open. And, you know, there are some some relievers who are getting saves a little bit more steadily, like Kyle Finnegan, who's out there. And sure, the the skill set isn't quite as appealing, but especially at this point in the season, saves are saves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, somebody like Finnegan or David Bednar, uh, I would actually be more interested in seeing if somebody like that was available. All right, finally here, uh, Rollies Chapman knocked around in a non-save situation, gave up a homer to Vlad Jr., two walks, a wild pitch, and two-thirds, so uh, ugly, and you have him in your lineup, so you hate to see those ratios take the hit, especially when it wasn't going to be a for a save. How about Wednesday's standouts, Al? Joe Ryan, another great outing, seven shutout innings against Cleveland, gave up just one hit, didn't walk anyone, struck out four. This is for real, Al. Definitely looks legit. Pretty exciting. And uh, that might line uh, Ryan up for a couple of starts next week. The the unfortunate part of that is that it could be at the Yankees at Toronto. And yeah, I know the Yankees have not been hitting much of late, uh, but that's you know still not a, a double dip. That's ideal to put it the least. But um, yeah, very exciting for Joe Ryan. I think you, you cross that bridge over the weekend when you get to it, see where he lands. Uh, on the twin schedule for the coming week uh, because I'd sure like to start him if I have him. Yeah, definitely. That is for sure. Sandy Alcantara had the best outing of the day on Wednesday. A complete game, gave up just one run on four hits and a walk, struck out 14 against the Mets here. Al, I mean, what do you do with a start like this after seeing what Alcantara did? I don't know there's anything actionable. Uh, you know, there's obviously no secret here about Sandy Alcantara, but it is nice to see the strikeouts because that's not been a consistent thing for him this season or really previously. Uh, and I'm not sure that it would be going forward, but, um, you know, something to watch with him as we head into next year and to see if maybe he gets a, a boost uh, in draft position next year if the strikeouts continue. On the other side of that game, Rich Hill totally overshadowed and what was a good outing by him as well. Six innings, five hits, one run, and eight Ks. Rich Hill feeling a little bit more reliable after a start like this? I think so. This is just building on a recent stretch where Hill has been better and it's been an uh, on-again, off-again season for Rich Hill. Uh, but definitely 
in the uh, upward uh, trending position of late. And uh, next week, looking like he's going to get a start against the Cardinals. So got to like that uh, as a, as a matchup, um, certainly relative to what it could be. So yeah, time to think about Rich Hill down the stretch. Good to see you, Darvish, coming back with a good start against the Angels. Six innings, gave up uh, one run on three hits and a walk, struck out seven. It's been a very down second half for you, Darvish, but nice to see him getting back on the right track and uh, having this nice outing against the Angels. Nothing actionable here, really. You're probably trotting Darvish out there, so good to see him with a nice start when this one. Mike Miner ended up with a nice outing against the Orioles. Six shutout innings on four hits, no walks, three strikeouts. I'm going to lump Alec Mills in here as well. He had a similar start against the Reds, gave up one run in six innings, four hits, one walk, and three strikeouts of his own. Miner and Mills, either of these guys anything more than streamers the rest of the way? I don't think so, uh, but you know there are those those possibilities. So uh, Miner next time up looks like he gets Oakland at home. Yeah, I'm not you know super excited about that, but um, you know wouldn't completely rule it out either as a possibility. Mills has been really pretty sharp of late, so um, he's got the Phillies in Philadelphia again. Not really an ideal matchup, but I I would sort of lump those together. Like uh, well, I'm sure we'll revisit those on the show and uh, see how those compare against some of the other streaming options because I wouldn't rule either one out the next time around. Luis Heal with uh, an interesting start, to say the least, against Toronto. Three and a third innings, gave up three runs on one hit and seven walks. Struck out six, so he gave you a little bit of something here, Al. A total mixed bag, and we what we knew was a tough spot. Uh, how do you think? How do you look at Heal the remainder of the way? Well, yeah, this one just uh, looks like a, definitely an aberration. I mean, maybe it's hard to talk about aberrations and outliers when he's only made a few starts, finally gave up some runs. But uh, you can, you know, look at the glass half full and be encouraged by the strikeouts and uh, basically just wait and see if he's got another opportunity to start because it's really been spot starts for for heels so far. Uh, but I wouldn't hesitate to start him whenever the next time is that the Yankees uh, give him a start. John Gray, a strong outing at home against San Francisco. Three runs and in five innings on six hits, one walk, eight Ks. Uh, you don't. You would like to see him go a little bit deeper, but you'll happily take the eight Ks and only giving up three runs against a strong San Francisco lineup in Coors Field. It's not the glitteriest of outings, to be sure, but it's a positive one for fantasy managers who trotted him out there on Wednesday. Let's take a look at some of the hitters here now, Al. Elias Diaz with his 16th homer of the season also had two doubles in that game against the 49 <laughs> yeah, against the Giants. Football <laughs> on the brain, Al. Football <laughs> on the brain against the Giants. Uh, take a look at Elias Diaz. Take us through the rest of the season, your expectations for him. Uh, definitely interested in having him around in a, in a two catcher league. I don't think I'm really quite there in a one catcher league, even for those remaining home series that the Rockies have. But, uh, there's a lot of catchers out there with, with some power, but, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, Diaz gets those games at Coors Field, uh, maybe makes you a little bit more secure in that, that power output. So again, as we're chasing categories, uh, chasing, uh, standings positions in certain categories, uh, Diaz is somebody to consider if you need some home run power. Yeah, some other standout hitters from Wednesday. These guys do play baseball. Robbie Grossman and Nathaniel Lowe. Robbie Grossman going four for five with his 22nd homer of the season in Pittsburgh. And uh, what a year it's been for Robbie Grossman. This total out of nowhere season, putting together uh, you know a really, really strong campaign. And it'll be interesting to see what we do with him in 2022. Nathaniel Lowe, three for five with a triple and a double. 
at Arizona. Uh, again, and, and, uh, just a, an interesting finish to the year for Lowe as well. So we'll be keeping our eye on those two hitters. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's get into the Thursday streamers now, Al. Antonio Senzatella against Ranger Suarez. You can stream either side of that matchup. Mr. Cortez Jr. gets the Blue Jays. Carlos Hernandez against the Orioles. Ronaldo Lopez taking on the A's. And Jesus Luzardo takes on the Mets. Who do you like to stream on Thursday? Well, I really like Ranger Suarez. I like all of these. This, there, there's nobody here I would really want to shy away from, and I can talk a little about some of the maybe more borderline cases, but Suarez against the Rockies in Philadelphia, there's there's nothing to dislike about that. And uh, by the way, Suarez, if you have the ability to stream him for this one, just keep him on your roster. Here's the, the, here's the schedule for him after facing the Rockies uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, Suarez gets the Cubs in Philly, the Orioles in Philly, the Pirates in Philly, and the Marlins in Miami. I mean, that is an incredible schedule. You know, as far as Jesus Luzardo, uh, he's been definitely trending upwards. Mets are a nice uh, a nice matchup. So actually would, would feel all right with him. Ronaldo Lopez, uh, tougher matchup against Oakland, but he's just pitched really well. So, I mean, there's really, there's nobody here. Nestor Cortez, actually, who maybe skills-wise is my favorite pitcher out of the group, uh, gets the Blue Jays, so I might be the most reluctant to start him out of this entire group. Yeah, and maybe uh, a reduced win upside as well with Jose Barrios on the other side of that game for the Blue Jays. But it's a good, it's a good day to be streaming, and we don't always say that on Thursdays with typically shorter slates than you know over the weekend or a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So uh, you've got plenty of options if you are in the streaming market on this Thursday. Let's take a look at the stock watch to wrap up the episode. Edmundo Sosa and Tyler Anderson, and they are up. Sosa, 16 for his last 40 with a pair of homers. Anderson, between the 4th of July and yesterday's starts, we're having some fun with arbitrary endpoints here. 58 innings pitched, 310 ERA, 44 strikeouts against 7 walks, giving up 6 homers in that time. You look at Sosa, you look at Anderson, do you do anything with them differently the rest of the season? Uh, I think Sosa is a nice ad if you need batting average. So we're going to just keep you know making those qualifications in terms of ads based on categories. Anderson, you know, I, I picked out those arbitrary points. I mean, he's just been really good since the start of July, but yeah, not a great start against the Astros. But I've just I feel like you can forgive that. Yes. Uh, overall, the body of work has been really good for Tyler Anderson uh, as a Mariner for sure, and even the last few starts that he had with uh, with the Pirates. So um, you know, not a bad ad down the stretch here. His uh, newish teammate, you say Kikuchi, uh, has been on the downside of this equation. Over his last five innings, he's had a 7.84 ERA in 20 and two-thirds innings, 14 Ks, 14 walks, five homers allowed. Really been getting beat up when he takes them on. Chris Taylor, 11 for his last 78 with 35 strikeouts in that span. Do you treat either of these guys differently down the stretch, Al? Yeah, I, uh, Taylor for me has just been uh, just plug them in and, and forget about them. And uh, I think I need to be 
they keep out sitting Taylor in some shallower leagues uh, rest of the season with all those strikeouts. Kikuchi's had a brutal schedule, uh, including three starts against the Astros, uh, another one against the Blue Jays uh recently so uh the schedule definitely gets a lot better for kukuchi down the stretch maybe see how he does the next time out uh against arizona and just take it from there all right and that's going to do it for this episode of fantasy baseball in 15 please rate review subscribe all that fun stuff al and i we are back with you on a friday enjoy all of thursday's baseball action and yeah sure i said the 49ers earlier so If you're a football fan, enjoy that Buccaneers-Cowboys kickoff to the NFL season as well. We're back with you on Friday. Talk to you then.